And all the while, Jacob is prospering. Why? Because the covenant of God, the blessing of God is on him. Even though he don't deserve it, even though he's a rascal, he's a scoundrel, he's a cheat, God's blessing him. Now, you go figure that one out. I can't. He lives with Laban, what is it, about 14, 21 years, something like that. And God says, go home. So he packs up his family, and he knows Laban ain't going to like this, and he's concerned, and he takes off, and Laban catches up with him, and he and Laban sit down and agree, and all Laban really wants is a guarantee from Jacob that his children, or rather his, his, his daughters and his grandchildren will be safe, and he lets him go. And so he goes on his way, he's headed back home, and he knows what's home, he knows what's there. He wants to see his father, but Esau stands between them, don't he? That brother that hates him. Have you ever had somebody in your family that really disliked you intensely? Wasn't it kind of difficult to have family get-togethers facing each other? So he was tricked by his uncle, he was deceived by his wife, and he was hated by his brother. Woo! Don't sound like the family gathering that I would want. The story of Jacob, the end of ourselves. You see, Jacob's life was characterized by self-reliance. He was always looking out for number one. He valued his possessions and he practiced deception. This is Jacob. And now he's heading for home. He's going to face his brother Esau. And in the very beginning of the chapter, chapter 32, he has a vision or a dream. And he sees the, what he believes, the angelic hosts of God. And he says it's the armies of God. And he should have been reassured that God was going to protect him. But later on when he prays, he tries to bargain with God. God, you know that the blessing has been promised me. And you know how helpless I am. God, if you'll do this for me, I'll do this for you. How many of you have ever done that? Don't raise your hand. I have. God, if you'll do this for me, I'll do this for you. It's like I heard the story about the guy that was out in the ocean and he was drowning. He started praying, God, if you'll get me to shore, God, I'll pay 50% of my tithes. Well, he began to get towards shore and as he began to see shore, he started praying again. He said, God, if you'll get me to shore, I'll pay 25% of my income as tithe. The closer he got to shore, the tithe kept decreasing till finally when he got on shore, he said, God, I really appreciate this, but you and I are going to have to renegotiate this contract. And that was, that was Jacob. He was always conniving and deceiving and trying to find a way to get what he wanted by his own means. I know some of you are sitting there and saying, you know what? That describes some of my kids. Or that describes some of my kinfolks. Or that describes my spouse. Or that describes my pastor. Well, there's good news. Hallelujah to God. There is a transformation coming. Because if that person loves God, sooner or later, they're going to have a wrestling match with God. Jacob, the Bible says, was left alone. He was left alone. He was alone with God. Let me tell you what he did. To show you how he is still trying to control things, manipulate and get his way. When he hears that Esau's coming with 400 men, he knows he can't defeat Esau. He don't have troops. And so he sends out a blessing ahead of him. He sends cattle. He sends things ahead of him to try to appease Esau. And then you know what he does? He is such a man's man. He sends his wife and kids ahead of him. Guess who he puts in front? Leah. He sends Leah ahead. And then he takes Rachel... And those kids with him goes back across the brook. And then he sends Rachel and the kids on ahead. 
And he's left alone by the brook or the river Jabbok. By the way, do you know what that means in the Hebrew? This blew me away when I read this. It means wrestle. <laughs> so, he's wrestling with God by the river wrestle. Might be something in that for us. Anyway, he turns to God. With no other way out, no defense, he turns to God. He doesn't want to fight his brother. He doesn't want to kill his brother, even if he could. He doesn't want to. And he knows his brother, the last encounter they had, as far as he knows, his brother is sworn to kill him the next time he lays eyes on him.